Tim, how are you doing today? Doing great, John. And yourself? Good. Thanks for uh, stepping in. Uh, our colleague Elliot's out this week, but more importantly, we thought just given the issue of the week being sanctions uh, to bring you back on to chat about this. So um, wanted to ask you, uh, obviously a lot of sanctions have been issued in the, in, during the past number of years and it's a big topic, but I thought the one this week uh, warranted a couple of minutes of our time. And so this was a treasury sanction on Bulgarian individuals and focusing on corruption. So um, give us a sense of uh, the, the rationale. And let me just preface it by saying, you know, the issue of corruption, we realize is really important to our financial crime community. And we're going to be doing a, a corruption related webinar later this month, because we wanted to focus on some of those issues. But talk a bit about how uh, the administration issued this particular sanction. Yeah, John, this is a, this is a significant action by the U.S. Treasury. In fact, uh, uh, Andrea Gaki, uh, the director at, at OFAC, uh, made note in her uh, press release that this is the largest single uh, sanction program going in play, uh, utilizing the global Magnitsky Human Rights Sanctions Program uh, to counter corruption um, in that there were the largest number of entities you know, issued on a single day, if you will. Um, the country being focused on here is, is Bulgaria. Um, and there, there are a couple of things that I, I think are quite interesting in this uh, action. Um, first of all, there is, a, again, a showing of convergence with State Department in that there's a reference within the press release that talks about Section 219 of the Immigration and Naturalization Act. Right. Um, and, and I think that's noteworthy that we're seeing more and more between commerce, state and Treasury. And, and I think that that trend will continue. But, you know, at, at a simple level, um, the Treasury identified three individuals, a Vassal Kormov Bajkov, uh, Delan Savchensvik Pivsky, and an Ilko Dmitrov Zelaznovkov. Obviously, I did not come from Bulgaria. Um, good, good try anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fundamentally, what they're focusing on here, bribery and corruption right. of governmental officials. Um, and this is just the three individuals, but all said and done, there are 64 separate entities, businesses that are owned or controlled by these individuals. And just to kind of, you know, start off, businessmen and oligarchs predominantly is what we're talking about here. Uh, Bajkov uh, was basically the chairman of the gambling commission in Bulgaria. And the, the major accusation, not accusation, what the, the, Finding, the yeah. Illegal, yeah, the illegalities that he has committed was he was bribing the government to turn down all of his competitors' applications for licensing for gambling facilities. So he basically had a monopoly. Um, to kind of put it in perspective, he was indicted, he was convicted, he fled. Uh, he is in the UAE right now, um, and they're still trying to, you know, to prosecute him. So big list of gambling entities that are sanctioned here. 
And noteworthy is a professional basketball team um, that there are several uh, Americans that are, in fact, players for that team. So they're kind of in for a surprise there. The the next individual, Peevsky, was a former member of parliament and basically controls a lot of the media uh, in Bulgaria and was fundamentally getting – kickbacks from politicians in order to make sure that the media didn't say anything negative about him. And that's a pretty simplistic description of it. The last one um, is very interesting in that the individual um, Zelaznikov fundamentally was selling uh, citizenship of Bulgaria to immigrants Um, And those of you that aren't geography majors, Bulgaria sits right next to Turkey, um, where we got the Syrian refugee crisis and so forth. But what that individual is doing besides selling uh, citizenship is he has uh, been able to manipulate government entities that are embezzling and selling state assets for personal gain. So some some pretty nasty stuff there, John. So let's add a f- final question is um, the implications of these sanctions. There's, there's two, t- there's two implications, right? There's the practical, which you're going to cover in a second in terms of the, the names of the entities in terms of uh, those of us that have to do filtering, but also just in general, uh, what's an implication of a particular sanction? You've already said, obviously with, for example, the people on the professional basketball team, they're not going to get paid, but in how, how are these sanctions utilized? And then what are some of the challenges to OFAC practitioners uh, that you work with, uh, you know, throughout your career in terms of looking at this list and making a decision on how to filter the list? Yeah, so I think the big the big picture here is that there's going to be U.S. financial institutions, possibly brokerage firms, insurance companies that may have accounts for many of these business entities. And this w- there was no leak on this. This was a very swift action. So there's probably some pretty substantial assets being frozen right now um, of these businesses that are owned and controlled by these people because those of us that have been in this world for some time know that when money is stolen, it is often moved to the United States because of security uh, and the, the stability of our currency. Um, so I think that's probably the big picture. Uh, practical implications. Um, I was looking through the entities here, and um, the one that jumped out to me the most is there is an in-trust limited. Um, there is a large in-trust bank in Wichita, Kansas. So you would have transactions and wires uh, being originated to in-trust today that would be hitting filters right, right and left. Um, there's another one named Real Estate Limited. I've got to think that's just popping everywhere. Uh, Bullet Trade. There were a number of uh, Euro entity type names. Domino Games. I mean, Domino Pizza. It, there's just a lot of common words in here that are going to create some filtering havoc for people for quite some time. Well, Tim, thanks. Thanks so much for your insight. Uh, Reminding folks on June the 24th at one o'clock Eastern, we will have a webinar on corruption uh, related issues. So you're going to want to look for that. Also, you can subscribe to our weekly uh, podcast on iTunes and wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, Tim White, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, John.